Howdy folks, welcome to Wright's Rocky Ridge Homestead. Let's roll. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. Wherever you are throughout the world, we thank you for coming and hanging out with us here at the Wright's Rocky Ridge Homestead. So you want to get some chickens. Every family that's beginning this homesteading farming process they seem to love their chickens. Not everybody, but most. And the pros from chickens far outweigh the cons. Chickens are good for meat. Chickens are good for those lovely eggs they produce. Chickens are good for pest control. Chickens are wonderful for composting for your garden. Chickens are just amazing little creatures. And it doesn't cost a lot to keep them. They're easy to raise. There is the con of chicken math, which we'll get into a little bit later, maybe in this video, maybe in another. Or for those of us on audio, this audio recording. But we're going to start out here on episode one, talking about some birds that would be good to start with. In my humble opinion, these are birds that I've owned. These are chickens that I know. These are chickens that are definitely going to give you the bang for your buck when you pick them up at your local feed store or you order them from a hatchery or just where, wherever it is you get them. Somebody you may know. But these birds, they are wonderful to have on the farm. And I think you're really going to enjoy this. We're going to take our time. We're going to dive deep into these. Try not to get ahead of ourselves. And... Uh, just like that, we'll get started, and we'll start it out with, of course, my very favorite chicken. This is America's favorite chicken. This is the white leghorn, or as we call it around here, the white leghorn. Now, these birds are not really dual purpose. Dual purpose meaning both for meat and eggs. The white leghorn's a small bird, a bird that um, is going to have the best conversion rate, really, of any chicken out there, and conversion rate being from feed to egg production. All those white eggs you see in the store, those really big ones, those grade A, they call them, those come from the white leghorn chicken. And this is not a hybrid. This is an older Italian breed, and they're just, they're America's bird, you know, and the reason why is these guys, or gals, may I uh, fix that? These gals, they lay over 300 eggs a year. You can get close to 365. You can get 350 in a good year, in a good climate, well-kept up birds. That's almost an egg every single day from these hens. Now, that's what they're great at. That's what they're really good at. They're a wonderful bird to have free ranging out in the yard. One that's going to be, you know, out and foraging, finding a lot of their own food. You're still going to have to grow some grain. But they do good in confinement. They do good free ranging. They're good both ways. But now the hens are flighty. Flighty meaning they 
they're they're skittish they're shy they don't really like to be picked up they don't really like to be handled they they would rather be left alone throw some food now they are curious they'll follow you around in the yard and there are some cases where these hens do get friendly but the vast majority of them are pretty shy and that's all right because that's good about predators you know just though they may be shy around you they're going to be real shy around something they haven't seen before or they don't know so if you're wanting a bird for egg production the these are where you start first you know i've heard a lot of folks over the years say that oh brown eggs taste better than white eggs white eggs taste better than brown eggs i'm sorry but all that's false it's not the <clears throat> excuse me it's not the color of the egg it's what the bird is eating you know a factory egg and a farm-raised egg side by side are going to look completely different after they're cracked open those eggs that you're going to find at your local grocery store they're going to have a really yellow weak yolk and that comes from malnutrition and they're probably old you know more than likely and your your farm-raised eggs going to have a solid very tough strong orange yolk and that's all the nutrients and the good things that these birds get that, that's how they look so different and they taste different and they're so much better anyway that's that's off on a tangent way out yonder let's let's go back to the white leghorn chicken and uh, the hens are very small very small they're four to six pounds you know most of the time Maybe you get one that's a little heftier. I, you know, you won't very often, though. They got a high comb, white feathers, yellow legs, you know. You're going to know them when, they, when you see them. They start laying at about 16 weeks, usually. Now, depending on the, the weather, the time of year you get them, and what type of feed you buy, it might be another week or two. But these girls are going to start out early. You might, I even have heard a time or two that they lay quite a bit before that. You can usually tell they've got that big high floppy comb. When she goes to turning red, she's getting ready to start turning eggs. And they, when they get started, you've got at least three years, sometimes even five years of, I'm talking about five to seven eggs a week. If they're taken care of properly. They do really good in hot climates. They need to be monitored a little bit. Where it's a little bit cooler. Um, in places where you have a harsh winter. You've got to check that comb out. And keep it from getting frostbit. Because it's so big and bulgy. And it's beautiful. Especially on the roosters. Um. I haven't talked about the roosters any. Well, we better get into that because I've been praising the hens and how great they are. Let's let's talk about the roosters. Well, let's try to find the good first before we get into the bad. The good thing about the roosters is they are beautiful. Almost every one of them becomes a picture-perfect rooster that you love to look at. And they're very active and they're just, they're fun to watch and they take a good they take good care of the hens most of the time I, about every 
rooster of the white leghorn breed that I've had has taken really good care of the hens. Now, they are noisy. These little dudes, they crow all the time, all hours of the day. They, they crow the same in the evening that they crow in the morning. If you go out to the chicken coop after dark, they're going to start crowing then. If you love crowing roosters like I do, it's music to your ears. But if you live in a place where you have neighbors or if the city doesn't allow crowing roosters, you're not going to get by with them. They are loud and they crow constantly. So, I mean, that there's a con or a pro, depending on how you look at it. And their temper. They have a temper. One out of three of these white liquor and roosters can get mean. And when they get mean, in my experience, there isn't much you can do. Folks say all kinds of things, and I'm not going to discount any of it, because... You know, everybody's got their own way and their own ideas, and I'd love to hear from you guys. Shoot us an email and tell us your experience with them. But they have a temper. They're they're not kid-friendly. That's one out of three of these roosters. Now, I had one or two that have been absolutely wonderful. But the vast majority of these roosters are not kid-friendly. So... If you're getting a little backyard flock and you've got a family, a family of three, four, five, six, whatever, the hens, in my opinion, are the perfect bird for your flock to lay the eggs. And the more you handle them, the more tame they will be. The roosters, on the other hand, I don't know if I, I don't believe I would get a rooster if I had a family. A young family. You know, grown folks will be just fine. You can intimidate them pretty easy. But uh, not the most kid-friendly rooster. Oh, one more thing. They're not broody. Broody meaning white leggings usually don't set on eggs to hatch them. You know, they... They might try to say it. I've seen a couple try to say it. And if you do let them say it, they don't seem to be good moms. You know, it's not talk. There might be one that is. But looking at it from afar, the vast majority, most of them are not very good mothers at all. So this isn't the hen that I would put sitting on your eggs if she decides to and once in a blue moon, one's going to try to say it. You're never going to have really broody problems from the white leghorn chicken. All right, and that about sums it up for our first breed. Now, let's see. Where do we want to go? There's a white egg layer. I know what we'll do. Let's get into the heritage breed, the Rhode Island Red. Here's another one that's real popular. Everybody in the chicken world has one or has had one or several. Or in some capacity, everybody knows the Rhode Island Red. And they actually are a dual purpose bird. They actually 
are used for meat quite a bit. And it and they taste wonderful. They have a great flavor if they're butchered at the right time. Or excuse me, processed. <laughs> if they're processed at the right time, they they have a good taste. And of course the Rhode Island red came from Rhode Island sometime in the 1800s, I think, just right off the top of my head. Um, they lay a big, beautiful brown egg. The brown eggs <clears throat> excuse me, that come from the store do not usually come from the Rhode Island Red, but it, yet a variation of it in some form or fashion. A lot of hybrid birds out there that we'll get into a little bit later, probably in the next podcast. But uh, these these girls, let's just go with the hens. These girls, as far as heritage breed, brown egg layers, they're right at the top of the line. Four to six eggs a week, up to 300 of them a year. That's close to the white leghorn. Uh, as far as you know, making those eggs, these are big, beautiful brown eggs. Um, they, uh, they have a good temperament, the, the hens do. The hens are pretty calm. They're uh, good for somebody that just has Rhode Island reds. What I mean there is, you know, the Rhode Island red hen, she's bossy. And she, she might pick on a few other weaker, smaller birds, birds that aren't as strong and I call it as prideful as they are. Um, they're disease resistant. They don't really have any kind of problems. They've been bred so well over the years. They're pretty readily available, easy to get a hold of. They're good in all climates. And they do go broody sometimes. They, uh, and they make decent mothers. You know, you can't really say anything bad about them. They're not the most broody hen. Like, I'd say it, just about every Rhode Island Red, she'll at least try to sit once in her life. And it seems like she's done the ones that I have. They've, they've done good, you know, when they've hatched their babies. and They're, they're red. You know, who don't like a red chicken? They're just pretty. And they got a good, they got a good temper with people, the hens do. And let's see, is there anything else to, well, they start laying about, I'd say 16 to 20 weeks. Whereas the, probably the white leggings are right at 16 usually. Usually. Closer to 20 weeks for the Rhode Island Red. But that's still a, that's still a good rate. And she's going to lay a lot of eggs for you for a long time. She's going to really give your basket those beautiful brown eggs that you like. Everyone loves them. The hens are a little bit bigger than the white legger. But they're not, uh, 
they're not a massive chicken breed. Like the hens here, they weigh about six and a half pounds compared to about four and a half for the leghorn. So they're going to eat just a little bit more feed and not hardly have as many eggs. But like I said, for brown egg layers, this is the top of the line when it comes to heritage breed chickens. Now let's talk about the roosters for a few minutes. These make a really good table bird. They're big. They're about eight and a half pounds. Some of them I've heard of them getting up to 10. Mine are usually around eight, eight and a half pounds. Um, I don't know. Let's see. They're roosters. They can be mean as well. Nowhere near as bad as the white legger with people. Most of them are pretty docile and pretty pretty well tempered. You know, you might have one and I quote rooster up on you a time or two. But not they're they're pretty pretty friendly for children, I guess. That they're they're an alright rooster to have. But now the Rhode Island Red Rooster a lot of times is pretty rough on the hands. Uh seems like he tires a lot of feathers off of them. Now, maybe, probably not all of them, just probably three out of five. There's a, there's a good one every now and then, but the, a lot of hens, a Rhode Island ro Red Rooster is good. Um, a few hens, he's going to work them over pretty bad. I don't know really why. I've never really figured that out. They, um, they crow quite a bit. They're pretty noisy. I call them semi-aggressive and, and pretty noisy. They crow quite a bit. They like to be heard. You're not going to get by with those in a city or subdivision where you're not allowed to have them. If you got neighbors that's real close to you, they're probably not going to like them. Um, and I mean... That's the Rhode Island Red in a nutshell. They're a wonderful bird to add to your flock because they're so easy to raise. Now, they're not as great in confinement as the white leghorn. They like to free range and have a run. They can be kept in confinement, but they're not going to do as good. These birds like to forage. Um, and... You have a little bit more trouble with them with predators because they're they're a little tamer, you know, if that's a word, more tame. And um, butcher weights, uh, about 16 weeks. You need to take your rooster then, put him in a frying pan if you're going to. And uh, the hens start, when they get started laying, they'll, they'll lay for three to five years and do pretty good. You know, do really good. They're, we have probably about at the moment. I think we got six white leghorns. And we have five Rhode Island Reds, I believe. And when they um, first came here, they uh, were some were, were pretty bossy. But later on, I guess the rooster actually helps that some. I believe it does. Seems like when you get a good rooster around that you'll kind of keep the hens cooled off most of the time. 
But there's the Rhode Island Red in a nutshell. Um, a family bird. The hens, absolutely. The roosters. I'll be your own judge. I probably, if I, got, if I had some young kids, I probably wouldn't get a Rhode Island Red rooster. But for older kids, 10, 12 plus, they'd be perfectly fine. You know, all it's going to take is just a time or two of lunging in their direction. They're not going to mess with anybody. Mm, smaller children, you know, under 10 years old, I don't think I'd get a Rhode Island Red Rooster. <clears throat> and so with that bird taken care of, we'll hop over here to the Black Australorp. Now, this is a newer breed to us. We haven't had that many of them. And uh, it's a big old chicken. That's a big old black chicken. A dual purpose. Good. A lot of meat on this bird. A lot of meat on this bird. They're an Australian bird. Um, they're egg laying, you know, the hens is... 280 to 310, which is real hardcore, you know, for a for a chicken. That's a lot of eggs. But now the conversion rate on these birds ain't nowhere near as good as it is on the other two. Like the hens here, they're weighing, I'd say probably, eight pounds plus and getting up around 10 for the rooster. These are some big old chickens. These are some big old chickens. They are somewhat broody. You know, I don't have as much information on these because we haven't had them as long. And I'm, I'm not really one of those folks that's going to get on here and give you hearsay. I'm going to tell you what I've experienced. I'm going to tell you what I've found to be the truth, what I've found to be wrong. And if if you don't uh, see it that way, that's perfectly fine. I'd love to hear about it. And because I'm always up to learn. I believe in personal experience from me, from you guys, from, well, from me. I like to hear from folks. And and like I said at the beginning of this thing, let's, let's figure this out together. So I'm sort of new to these Australorps, but we have had them for a pretty good while. And uh, they lay good. They're, both the hen and the rooster have a good temperament. I have not seen an eel, eel feather on the roosters. I have not seen an eel feather on the hens. Very friendly, easy to pick up. Perfect family bird. Perfect family bird. You don't often come across one that has the temperament like an Australorp. You just don't. You know, I believe that these are going to quickly climb up my list of chickens that I love to have. And they're, they're climbing pretty fast. You know, they're easy to raise. Um, they're, um, oh, because they're black, they have a sort of aerial predator um, built-in camouflage, I guess you could say. Because like a hawk. Here's some backwoods knowledge I'm about to lay on you. 
A hawk hates, I mean hates, a crow. Crows are the mortal enemy of a hawk. And to have a few of these black birds, these ostrilorps or other birds like that in there, then, and when the hawk's flying over, he's looking down, he's scouting out your flock, and he's trying to find just the bird that he wants for his table or hers. And he sees those. He's like, oh, no, there's some crows down there. I don't want nothing to do with that. And and that's going to save a lot of your birds. You know, that's going to save a lot of them. Because you will, if you do not keep your chickens confined and in a jail, if you're like us and you like to turn them loose and let them roam and do chicken things and live the chicken life that they were supposed to live, I have nothing against either one. But you're going to have predator trouble. You're going to have less if you've got a few black birds in there. They've got a beautiful, almost like a, a green shimmer to their feathers when they get fully grown. Um, they live a long time. They, they're probably not going to lay as good by the time they get five to six years old because they're so big their bodies wearing out. But now you're going to get two to four years of really good hardcore laying. Roosters are calm. They are quieter much quieter your neighbors are not going to hate this bird like they do the others if this is your rooster now keep in mind he is going to be huge so your smaller hens if you don't have a bunch of them he may ruffle them up so i'm not meaning to because he's he's big you know um i don't i've lost i don't know where i was at i don't really do notes i just kind of talk <laughs> so I probably already said this, but they actually make good moms. The hens do. They uh, they lay well. They they do go broody probably once a year. They make really good moms. They're gonna hatch. They're gonna hatch your chicks. They're gonna hatch your ducklings. They'll hatch turkeys. They'll hatch guineas. Whatever you put under them. Um, this bird's good for everybody. This bird's good for everybody. And we may come back to them a little later in an, in another podcast when we got a little bit more information about them. I, I don't know or if anything new develops with them. I think I pretty well got them covered. There ain't as much to say because they're pretty well-rounded. You know, they're kid-friendly. They lay good. They, they raise chicks for you. Um, they're not the best foragers, I guess. Like... Uh, you're going to have slang more feed to this bird than you are a leghorn or even a Rhode Island red. Um, but, you know, there really aren't many cons. Their conversion rate's not as great. They're going to eat more and produce less. You know, that's, that's just the fact of the matter. That's the way it is. But the pros really outweigh the cons in this bird. I would strongly recommend this bird for all flocks, whether you're one person or whether you're five or six people, whether you're a family member. Yeah, you. These are these are great. Let's see. We want to do any more birds tonight. So we're getting close to about thirty minutes. I don't have a set time on these things. I don't know how long we're gonna go. In fact, I'll talk as long as you listen. And if you turn it off, I'm probably going to be talking right on through. So if you would, give us a follow. And 
Like us on Facebook. We just got our uh, Facebook page up. That's Wright's Rocky Ridge Homestead. And my wife and I are going to be on there. We're going to be coming up with things to talk to you about and talk with you. And if you got some questions, Facebook's going to be a perfect place for that. And if you want something, you know, spoke on in the podcast, then that's a good place. That's a good place to voice your opinion. Or if you got some questions and some of them, I'll probably be able to get on here and talk about. And if I can't, well, I will answer you or she will one. But my wife is the chicken lady. She can pick them up and hold them and tell you when they're going to start laying. She does this thing. I'm not sure what it is. But she just, she just, she's the chicken lady. She's, she's very knowledgeable, very sweet, easy to talk to. And she'll help with a lot of things, a lot of problems that folks have. She's going to, she's going to be a big help. She's going to be working our social media. Um, so come on over to Facebook page, like that and follow it and give us a follow on here if you don't care. And I guess that's my tangent that I've been on for a little while here. But uh, we ask you folks to help us if you would. Because uh, I, I sure like getting on here and uh, talking about birds. And our sound's going to get a little bit better the farther we go. And eventually we'll add some video, hopefully. And uh, I'd like to make this a long-term thing. Hopefully we can help some folks out here in some way, shape, or form. And hopefully somebody come on out here and help me. Now with all that said and all that stuff behind us, Let's talk about one more bird. The Buff Orpington. Now this is another one of my favorites. Of course, all of them are. All of them are. If, if I don't like them, I probably ain't talking about them. Well, I might, you know. But these are those big, fluffy yellow chickens. The calmest of the chicken world in the farm setting. Now, we're not talking about silkies and other bantams and things like that. Hey, not right now. Not today. But the Buff Orpington. They're, I don't know where to start their dual purpose. They're massive. They're huge birds. <laughs> I mean, I would say they're probably at least top four in the chicken world size-wise. Now, I might be, they're at least top five. Let's go put a top five. They may be a few breeds bigger. I know of a couple right off the top of my head, but these, these are a big old chicken. And their dual purpose, their meat is very flavorful and tasty. They're, they're tender and butchered at the right time. But I, let's see. Let's just talk the hens first. You know, as we go farther in this podcasting thing i'll get a sort of a schedule and stop just rambling but as long as i get the information out i guess that's all that matters all right the hens let's talk about the hens they are calm they are friendly they're like a dog or a cat they're going to become your buddy they're going to follow you around they're going to want you to feed them out of your hand they're not as great in confinement. They they do real good 
when they can get out and roam. Now, they are predators susceptible because they are friendly to everything and afraid of nothing. Not a mean afraid, like sort of a dumb afraid, I guess. And they're going to lay 260 plus brown eggs. And that that's a good rate for a bird. You know, that's not crazy like the, the other three, but that, that's a good rate. That's, you know, three to five, three to six eggs a week. They, uh, they're a masterful. The hens are a masterful brooder, I guess you could say. They're, they're some of the best moms, like, there are ladies in the human race that could learn from the Buff Orpington hen. They take such good care of their babies. They're, most of them ain't hard to handle if you want to get the babies out and check them out. They're usually halfway okay with it. I'm not saying they're not going to peck you, but I've never had one fly on top of my head. Um, but they're big, so they can set on quite a few. You know, the hens weigh seven to nine pounds. That's a big old hen. That's a big old hen. You know, nine, ten, big fat hen. <laughs> they, uh, they're just, they're just a lovely bird to have on the farm. And we don't have very many of them right now. But um, I would love to have 50. <laughs> they're just, a, they're just a joy to have around. This is these hens are perfect for the family. They are. And all facets of the chicken world except conversion rate. Now, conversion rate is very important. You want to be able to get the most bang for your buck with eggs to feed ratio if that's what you're after. Now, this chicken's not going to be good if you're trying to sell 50 dozen eggs to your neighbors each week. But if you want to just have enough for the family and you want some good old pet chickens, they, these are the hens to get. Now let's talk about the roosters a little bit. I actually don't have anything bad to say about these roosters. Now, one out of seven have a bad temper. I've had many of them, many of them. None of mine have ever bothered anything. They've been good to the hens. They've been good to the people. They've been good around kids. They're quiet. They don't crow all the time, just a little bit in the morning. They, they take good care of the hens. My uncle had a rooster, a Buff Orpington rooster. Not sure he was full stock, but I believe he was. He was the opposite of that. He was mean. He was rough on the hens. Noisy. But he was an anomaly, I believe. I haven't had that from anything. I saw this bird firsthand. He was rough. But he was an anomaly. I haven't witnessed any other Buff Orpington roosters ever 
be any trouble at all. It's basically like having a big old hen that grows that's about 9 to 11 pounds. 16 weeks, they're ready to butcher. And you're talking about some perfect, I mean perfect table meat. They are absolutely delicious if they are butchered right or processed. I gotta get better at saying processed. But they are very calm. You can pet them, which ain't something you can really do with chickens a whole lot. They, uh, they're a good rooster to have over your whole flock, to watch over the whole flock. If you're looking to sell 50 dozen eggs to your neighbors and farmer's market or flea market or a store, wherever it is you're going to sell your eggs, this probably ain't the bird. But if you've got a family or you just want some pretty chickens, these have to be on your list. They got light brown, creamy colored eggs. Um, everything you could want from a pet chicken is right here in the Buff Orpington. What else is there to say? I mean, hmm. I guess that's, that's about it to say about the Buff Orpington. So let's do some closing thoughts on these four breeds of chickens. Closing thoughts with a white leghorn. If you want to sell some eggs to whomever, if you want to sell five dozen, if you want to sell a hundred dozen, if you whatever you want to do, or if you just if so, you just a couple folks, one person, and you want some birds to lay some eggs to eat, and you're not really all that worried about pets. The white leghorn is for you, one hundred percent. If you have a family and you're, you've got young children and you just want some pet chickens, the white leg or hen, good to have one or two of those. The rooster, absolutely not. If you um, have a bunch of neighbors, you don't want the rooster. Rhode Island Red. The hens are good for everybody. Try not to have them around a calmer hen. Something, a, probably a novelty breed. You know, try not to have them around novelty breeds. And we'll get into that in another episode, what that exactly is. But they're good for everybody, the hens are. The roosters, maybe not good for young kids. Um... Good for older kids. They're noisy, so be prepared if you got neighbors. Egg production. Um, yeah, if you want five, sell five dozen. If you want to sell 50 dozen, these are the heritage breed to go with. I might, if you're looking for brown eggs to do so with, I would prefer a hybrid if I were you. But if you want a heritage breed, the Rhode Island Red's the way to go. Black Australorps. Hmm. Australorps, perfect family bird. Perfect family bird. All the way around. Not necessarily for commercial egg producing. 
simply because I know it looks like a lot because, you know, 280, 310 eggs per year. And that could be a little lower than that sometimes. But the conversion rate, it takes a whole lot more feed to get an Australorp hen to do the same thing as the Rhode Island Red Hen or the White Legger Hen. The conversion rate's not good to try to raise that many birds and sell that many eggs from the Australorp chicken. And the Buff Orpington, perfect family bird, very calm, good for all of your kids, good for you know, just beautiful yellow chickens in the yard. Um, but if you have, if you have buff orpingtons and you have a small household flock of 12 or less, your buff orpington will have names, guaranteed. They will have names. Not suitable for producing mass amounts of eggs, conversion rate. They don't hardly lay as much. They lay enough to keep a family very satisfied and happy, but not enough to make any type of a profit out. But if you have Buff Orpingtons, they are going to have names. Guarantee it. <laughs> so, I mean, there it is. And I hope everybody enjoyed it. I hope that this has helped some folks some way or another. And uh, maybe you can give me some information. So how about if you go on to Facebook? If you go on to the Facebook why don't you just post on there what kind of birds you'd like to hear me talk about? And uh, if you got any information, post it on there. I need some help. And uh, if you're thinking, well, he probably hasn't had this bird. Well, I've had a lot. A lot. In fact, I've had about 84 breeds in my lifetime. And we're not going to go through all of them. But we'll do quite a few more. In the next episode, we'll uh, we'll hit on some probably a, we'll probably start doing a couple chicken breeds and something else like talk about the size of the flock that you might want maybe or who knows we'll just we'll just enjoy this ride together so give us a follow um, thank you. So much for hanging out with us, and we will see you next time on Rats Rocky Ridge Homestead.